The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. Post-happy Thanksgiving. I know Thanksgiving is a hard holiday for some people, but I hope you were finding something in your life to be thankful for yesterday. I sure was, which I'll tell you about in a minute. Um, I just want to tell you, this show is going to be somewhat personal personal for me today because I'm taking a risk and we're going to be talking about parenting styles. So stick around because I think just about every parent wants to know if the style that they're employing is effective or not effective. And we're going to be talking about what works and what doesn't according to research. But I'm going to get personal because I've brought my daughter on the show with me today, my 15-year-old, who's about as honest as they come. And so I'm going to be asking her, helpful or not helpful, on some of the approaches I've had, on everything about the big talk about the birds and the bees, to how I discipline, to um, sometimes treating her like my bestie. Not sure who she's going to say about that. Um, and, and we're just going to get really honest to help other folks out there to be, um, just hear it from a child's mouth. Like, how does this work? How do they regard this? How do they view this? Why do they react against this way of parenting or go for this kind of parenting? And we're going to talk about the four parenting styles. So stick around for that. But before I get to that, want to let you know just a couple of things. Number one, Creole Brew is one of our sponsors. I have my little coffee cup here today for, it's a Creole Brew cup. It's not a coffee cup. I shouldn't have said that. Um, for our Facebook Live audience who we want to welcome, but uh, also our radio audience, just picture this. It is dark cocoa beans that you brew like coffee. And because I don't react super well to caffeine, I was in search of something that I could have hot in the morning, and I found Creole Brew. C-R-I-O-B-R-U. You can find it at creolebrew.org. It smells fabulous and has all different kinds of flavors of chocolate. Some of the beans are organic. They're incredible. They have all different kinds of essences and flavors to them. It has theobromine in it, so it gives you a little bit of an energy boost. I swear by it. I drink it every morning. I think the antioxidants in it are quite good for me. So if you're trying to find something to mix with your coffee or wean yourself off of coffee, creobrew.com or Sprouts and Whole Foods. Secondly, I want to make a quick announcement about somebody who's coming into town. I don't normally do this. I'm taking a little bit of a risk here. But Lori Cardoza, who is known as an expert on Israel and has studied what's going on with our textbooks in America, has some concerns. And she's going to come to the Denver, Colorado Springs area on November 28th and 29th and talk about the crisis in our textbooks, if that's what she calls it, and concern over some anti-Christian and anti-Semitic language that's now being inserted into textbooks, or so she says. But if that's something that interests you and you really want to to find out more about this, you can find out when she's coming to the Denver, Colorado Springs area at www.pjtn.org uh, because uh, she's coming to town. So I thought you might find that interesting. If you didn't get that, just email me at channel mom at gmail. Okay. With no further ado, I want to welcome my daughter, Georgia Grace Schmidt to channel mom. Welcome, Georgia. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We're so glad to have our KRKS audience and our folks on Facebook Live. We really, really, really want this to be an insightful show for you today. Something that you think, oh, I never knew my kids thought like that when I parented. You and I went through the four parenting styles, right? That, that are pretty yes. common knowledge. A lot of, you know, but we're going to go through them right now so people know. Georgia was reading me these on the way down the hill. There are four parenting styles. See if you can guess which one you are. Number one, authoritative. 
Essentially, that's having rules, but with some sensitivities. So it's not just your way or the highway as a parent. So you have rules, you have structure, you have discipline, but you're interacting with your child, finding out their opinions, finding out if there's some leeway or some give room, and there's a back and forth, and it's a communicative relationship. Number two is neglectful. You can imagine what that is. You're not around a lot. You're not in your child's life. It's a non-communicative relationship. You don't communicate much with your child. The child feels sort of left alone, can become insecure. Um, and, and as you can imagine, it's a neglectful parenting style. Number three, permissive. Uh, it's somebody that avoids conflict with their child usually wants to let their child have their own way whenever they can. Sometimes known as a loving, nurturing parent, but but very few boundaries, hard to say no, doesn't want to create conflict, uh, doesn't want to impose discipline. It's just too tough. Uh, that's number three, permissive. Number four is authoritarian, not authoritative, which is the first one, authoritarian. And that's if you, it's my way or the highway kind of parents. You do, you have great discipline. You're known as pretty strict, but there's no discussion and there's not a lot of communication. And, um, parents definitely in charge and, and there isn't a lot of interaction, uh, other than you are the one that hands out the rules and, and the discipline. So figure out which one you are. And we're going to talk about the different styles. Of course, we all want to be the one that they say is most effective, which is authoritative. And that's have some discipline, have some structure, but also have a give and take and have a back and forth and, and ha- give your child room to grow and express themselves and see if maybe there's some wiggle room on your rules. Not, you know, not all out the window, but um, wiggle room on your rules. What, what am I, Georgia? Please don't say one of the bad ones. Um, probably authoritative. Yeah. Really, but- truly, you're not just being nice. Well, no. Well, first of all, when they described the other three, it was like so negative, about as negative as you can possibly be about mm-hmm. something. So, like, <laughs> there's only one way. Yeah, yeah. There's really only one right parenting style in um, the four descriptions of those. That's right. Very insightful of you. Obviously, I've parented you well. <laughs> just, just kidding. Um, I thought that today what we would do is is look at the the style that I've taken with you and some of the things I've done with you and have you say, well, that was helpful or that was not helpful so that parents listening today could say, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that it was affecting them in this way. Okay, so let's start with number one. Um, I do impose I did impose discipline. Mm -hmm. I spanked. Um, I had rules that I said, if you don't do this, I'm going to do this. Sometimes I did not follow through on the, I'm going to do this, but I did spank you. It was very difficult for me to spank my daughter because she was a comedian. And so I would come into the room and she would have put eight pairs of underwear on or she'd have three toilet paper rolls stuffed in her. And so I would laugh and crack up and I'd be like, honey, you have to do it to my husband because I couldn't, I couldn't spank her because she would make me laugh every time. And that's not very good discipline. But I also knew the rule that you weren't supposed to spank in anger. So I had to calm myself down before I spanked. So spanking and and giving you rules with consequences how, how how did i navigate that helpful or not helpful um helpful uh i was i hated spankings um we used to use the wooden like back scratcher um <laughs> sounds so barbaric <laughs> i hated it i would like run away from it not the scratchy part we just no, used the little the back of it yeah um it hurt though, um, <laughs> but it wasn't like you guys were beating me or anything. I never felt like that. I just knew that I'd done something wrong. Like usually, after I'd made the mistake, I would <laughs> go and put like four pairs of underwear on, or and then Otis would always rat me out to where, and I would hide from you guys. Yes. Um, but it was just because I knew that I'd done something to um, disappoint you or something that that I knew that you wouldn't want me to do. Um, so was that in some ways the harder punishment to know that we had disappointed you? Yeah, because I, I hate... I mean, yeah, that you had disappointed us? Yeah, because I hate that. 
like a lot. I don't like to disappoint you guys. No. So did the spanking reinforce that and teach you a lesson or, or was it not needed? Um, well, I was like a little judgmental third grader when I would like go to class and I would see the, the not well-behaved children. I'd be like, well, they must not be spanked at home because they're acting out. They're horrible. <laughs> it's like, at least my parents spank me. Um, so I guess it was kind of like, I almost thought I was better than people because I got spanked. Um, cause I was like, oh, I have better parents than you. <laughs> well, clearly we brainwashed you into that, but yeah. So, but some kids I think don't need spankings. They truly feel things so sensitively because I've had friends who say it's all they had to do was correct them. And they felt so bad about what they'd done that they didn't need the reinforcement of that kind of a discipline. Um, but it sounds like to you that sometimes the fear of a spanking was enough to say, I don't want to do that yeah. again. What, what kind of like, it was like po- potty turning a dog. Like it, it just, once you kind of showed me like you can you're not allowed to do that here's the punishment for doing that we're not just going to correct you we're going to like give you something to remember about it um something bad to kind of associate with it i would learn faster i think okay how about um god uh i you know i i you know came to jesus as one might say uh when your brother who was older than you was about a year and a half old and so uh, it became extremely important to me to raise my children to know God and love God. But as a result, I made you go to church with me. Sometimes I had you minister with me and, you know, go to a homeless shelter or go do something for v- vacation Bible school. I'm, I had you go to vacation Bible school and Sunday school, and I would drag you to these things. I'd have you sing. I'd go to Christian. We'd go to Christian concerts together. You've helped me in the Channel Mom ministry. How how do you feel about that? Helpful or not helpful? Um, helpful. Definitely helpful. Um and I'm not saying like I, I have friends who who don't believe and I have people in my life who don't believe and like they're they're fine people. I love them. Um, I don't think I'm better than them because I have I have Jesus in my life. Um, but I, I definitely think it's given me kind of like um, morals and like <laughs> like a sense of what I should be doing in my life um, other than just like what am why, why am I here? OK. Um, I don't want people to think you're always going to say helpful. I want people to know that you're going to be honest with me. Sometimes I was not helpful. Um, well, not all of like, you're not always helpful. Um, no, I'm, not, I'm sure not. Um, how about, how about my expressiveness, my over the top, like always telling you how I'm feeling and why I'm doing what I'm doing and why we need to do this and, and how, why mom's stressed or whatever. Like, how about my constant communication with you? Helpful or not helpful? Um, Helpful, but not always. I don't want to say damaging, (laughs) but like a less intense version of of damaging. Not damaging, but it's just like it. If I didn't see you cry about something, or I didn't see you stress about something, or um, just what I didn't see something bad happen to you, I would, I might have a perception of the world that was too perfect. Like, oh, and then when something bad happens to me and I get knocked down. I'd be like, well, why does this never happen to mom? And okay. how does she deal with it? So so in some ways I'm modeling out loud how I deal with a problem. And I think you would probably say that I'm better on the back end than the front end. Because sometimes I'm just like, oh my gosh, and I start to cry and I'm not and I and I'm mad at people, and then I move into forgiveness and being more peaceful and calm. So you see me go through the whole process and you're mm-hmm. saying that's not necessarily bad. What what could be bad about it sometimes when I do that? It- it's just a lot sometimes to deal with um, as a kid. I think now that I'm older, I can, it's not as bad, but maybe like when I was, I don't know, like eight and I saw these, 
things happening. Like I would be confused about it maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, or I just get sad because I like when you're that little, your parents are like it's superheroes. Like you, I don't think you guys realize that, but like when we're that little, we think you guys are like the best things ever. Um, and so it's weird to see you cry or just be frustrated by something. But as I get older, it's, it's better for you to show me. Wow. Okay. I'm almost crying now. <laughs> um, so both dad and I are almost like superheroes too. It's, you almost want to move back to that as a parent. I'm sure every parent listening understands. I, I'm like, could you please be eight again when I was a superhero back then? Um, I know we have about two or three minutes left. Um, and I want you to know in the next segment, we're going to move on with more of these lessons. Thank you for being so honest. Um, I would re- make a recommendation to people. Um, I think it's okay to be honest with your kids, but with filters, obviously, that are age appropriate. And number two, one thing that I would do when I was having a day is I would retreat into my prayer closet. And if you're somebody who's listening to this who, who's not a Bible person and, and doesn't follow God or doesn't believe in Jesus, have a meditation closet. But I would I would say, oh, my gosh, I'm just losing it. And I would go into my prayer closet and I would pray my guts out until I was in a better place. And my kids would be pounding on the <laughs> prayer closet. And, Mom, when are you going to come out? But in the end, I think that that was better when I was able to do it. And sometimes I didn't do it. But I would come out. You guys always knew she's going to be better when she comes out of that closet, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> it's just. It's a weird way to say it. Um. And also, I I just remember like, you used to do it all in the morning when I would wake up. You'd already be in the closet. Um. Yeah. <laughs> which, <laughs> um what a weird metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I, I used to worry me because I never knew quite where you were. Yeah. Like I didn't. After a while, I was like, oh, she's just So I should have explained the process, maybe. Yeah. This is what mom does when mom's concerned. Yeah, because I was like, why is my mom just hiding in In a small, dark room? (laughs) Right. Um, I know we've got a minute left. So let me let me just say this. When we come back, I'm going to play a sound for you. Um, a child sound that we're trying to avoid in your life. Uh, I didn't play it this this uh, segment. We're going to play it next segment. There's a sound that I think every parent dreads hearing. And and with all of these rules and, and parenting styles, we're trying to get to a place where you can feel in control of your parenting and like you're truly doing the right kind of parenting for your particular child. So when we come back, I'm going to play you that. Um, Georgia, I'm, I'm grateful for all of your honesty here. We're going to try to get to a couple of other things so that you as a listening parent can know, is this helpful or hurtful? Um, maybe how I sometimes treat her like she's my BFF. Maybe that's overstepping the boundaries. Um, a couple of other things as well, and, and parenting teens, teens in particular there. Uh, I'm Jenny Dean Schmidt. This is Channel Mom. I'm talking with my daughter, Georgia Schmidt. Uh, so glad you're listening. Please stay tuned for the rest of Channel Mom. I don't have a degree, but the organization I run is more complex than most companies. Party planner, chef, teacher, nurse, these are just some of the roles I fill every single day. It's time for me to get paid to do what I love to do. I'm going to study at Colorado Christian University and apply what I've learned running my household into a degree that will give me a career. Check out CCU's website at adulted.ccu.edu or call 303-963-3300 and get started down the same amazing path I'm taking today. The vision of 
of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. So glad you're listening to Channel Mom Radio and also on Facebook Live today. We're here for moms. There's so much media out there that forgets about the important job of motherhood and how moms need to be encouraged and advised and appreciated. And that's why Channel Mom is here. So thank you for listening today. I hope that we're being a help to you. Uh, I just want to say a couple of things. We, we have some incredible sponsors. Uh, I love CCU and what they do for mothers. Their online program is literally focused on the mom. They've created it in a way that is friendly to the mother. Five-week classes, only one at a time, affordable. And then you move through that five-week class, you pass it, and you move on to your next one. A very manageable schedule for a mother. And you can get it in all kinds of things. Um, if you want to go back and get your counseling degree or if you want to get your degree in nursing, they've got a number of programs that cater to the mom. You can find more about them at adulted.ccu.edu. And then the Littleton Life Center. Amazing people. If you know anybody who needs help in just about any area, or if you'd like to volunteer with them, they are reaching out to transform lives and transform communities where people need the help. Legally, with shelter, with food, with language barriers, with education. I mean, just so much stuff that they offer in order to transform lives and love people for Jesus. I love what they stand for. You should really check them out. I'm going to actually visit them next week and see even more about what they're doing for for, for children and for families. LifeCenterLittleton.org, LifeCenterLittleton.org. We are back with my precious daughter, Georgia Grace, and uh, we are talking about parenting styles, and we are talking about the four different parenting styles, and, and what you know researchers recommend is the authoritative parenting style. Have some discipline, but within reason. Communicate with your children, listen to them, work with them, um, uh, make it a back-and-forth relationship. Yes, you should be in charge, but not crazy in charge, not my way or the highway in charge. And they say that is the best approach with children. I've been asking Georgia how my parenting techniques have worked, and she's been honest about some things I haven't done right or wrong, you know, I haven't done as well. And this is, by the way, this is brutal for me. I, 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 who wants to admit when they're the head of a, a ministry serving mothers that they did anything imperfect? But of course I did. And, and I want my daughter to show you as a parent how your kids might be viewing certain kinds of discipline and certain kinds of parenting. So that's why we're doing this. Okay. How about, this is a biggie. You didn't really want to talk about it, but how about how your dad and I instructed you about sex? We, my dad, as I called my, my dad, not my dad, my husband <laughs> sat down with my kids and he did what I called Mike and the Mechanics. You remember that band, Mike and the Mechanics? Oh, by the way, I want to play the sound. This is what we're trying to avoid for you as a result of your parenting. Yeah, nobody wants to hear that sound. And so there are, there are whiners, there are screamers, there are tantrum throwers. And in, even in the teenage years, because I've witnessed it in teens, fortunately not my own. But but we want to avoid that. That's what we're trying to help you with this parenting style thing today. Kelly's at the soundboard today, and he's got five children. And he knows how parenting makes such a difference in the way they behave. Um, okay, 
And also some grace, by the way. I know that sometimes your kids act out no matter what great parents you've been. And so, so grace and forgiveness on that. I know that can happen. Okay. So when it came to talking about sex, we felt like we needed to sit down and daddy gave you the mechanics. He gave it to you how it worked. We felt like we could, we should do it before your school did it because we thought we should be the ones you got your knowledge from. And then I told you the sort of godly approach to it. This is how God wants you to treat your body. This is how God wants you to view your body. There's a reason that we ask you to to save it for somebody in marriage. This is what can happen if you don't. Um, this is why it's great and God has, has, has ordained this for you and it's going to be a more fulfilling marriage. And by the way, that's proven. Sex, when you save it, is a more fulfilling sexual experience in marriage if it's saved. And then also that... Kids listen to parents. Parents think, I don't want to deal with this topic. But my friend who runs the Center for Relationship Education says kids will listen to their parents on the topic more than anybody else, more than their peers, more than what anybody else is suggesting. And so if you just have the courage to say, this is how I think you should treat sex, they'll listen. So how about how we did that? How was that for you? Um, it was um, it was good. <laughs> it's like there's I – don't, I don't know if there's a perfect way to do it because um, every kid's different and every kid's going to see it differently. Um, and I certainly, I, I know that like, even if I made the wrong choice and had sex before I graduated high school, you guys would still love me. And you really know that. I yeah. sure hope so. And I, I never for a second think that you would like kick me out or just disown me in any way. Um, but you did do a good job of making it kind of a, a sacred thing without making it a bad thing, without making it something that's like dirty and gross um oh praise god oh my gosh i want to cry like four times in the show already <laughs> um okay thank you for your honesty on that I, I hope parents so what you're saying is when you sit down to give them rules about sex or, or what you think their rules should be you should also not make them feel dirty about it mm-hmm. you should you should show that it's a sacred thing yeah i love it georgia you're just a brilliant child honey <laughs> um okay so let's move on to the last two things which is you're going to tell me uh, something that I've done in my parenting, maybe it's sometimes being your best friend. I mean, Georgia and I hang. We hang out. We dance in the car. We dance in the kitchen. We uh, Sometimes I swear when I shouldn't and she hears me swear and then I'm like, I'm just like being a girl and a teenager. Um, and so sometimes I do things just to be like with her and we shop and we're silly and we try on things we shouldn't be trying on in the store. We're just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I've overdone that. But I want you to tell the folks out there in the audience something I've done that's not been so helpful and then something I've done that's been helpful as a parent. It's okay. You can be honest. Um, okay. So something that you've done that's not helpful. Um, probably now I don't want to say this and then have you stop doing it because I like it. But if I'm looking at it from like, if I'm looking at it from outside my body, like a different person, um, or like a psychologist or something, it's probably not helpful. Um, and that's you being like my best friend. Um, because I don't like listen, I don't like to listen to you when you discipline me because I don't listen to like my best friend in my grade when she's like, don't do that because she doesn't do that because that'd be weird. Um, but I, I like it. So, but I just don't know if it's like the best for me. And well, general. it's a balance because you've often said that I'm a fun mom, which I want to be. I do not want to be a stick in the mud mom. Yeah. Um, and then, by the way, it doesn't mean that I'm like partying with my daughter. I don't want people to think that I'm not <laughs> a fun mom that way, but I am silly and fun mm-hmm. and goofy and sort of teenagers sometimes. Um, but so what you're saying is I have to figure out a balance between being friendly and fun, but also remaining your authority. Mm hmm. And you've done a pretty good job of it. But sometimes I don't. It's okay. You can say it. Yeah, sometimes it's not good. (laughs) Okay, number two. Something out there that people need to know that I've done that's helpful that maybe they want to do too. 
Um, well, I and this is different for for some people, but um, you and Dad as a team have done a good job of showing me that you love each other. Uh-huh. Um, and like what a really healthy marriage looks like. Like when I think of what I want my marriage to be like, what I think of what my what I want my friends' marriages to be like, because I want them to be successful. I think of you guys. Um. Because you show you show each other affection, you you show that you're still in love. You tell me how you fell in love. You you're just still obviously like in love with each other, um, even after knowing each other for oh a billion years um, <laughs> since nursery school. And so I have like these standards that I want for my own marriage, and I and I think of of love as what you guys have together. Oh. Oh my gosh, Georgie, you make me cry. What is the cute thing that you say to me? She says to her friend something. I want to put. I want to put this on Instagram. There's a sentence you say about your dad and his feelings about oh. me. She'll just walk into her friends and she'll say, "I, I think." So tell me what you say. I'll be like, "Guys, I think my dad has a crush on my mom." <laughs> that is the best line, and it makes me so happy. I, I know, I know, we all have struggles, and believe me, I want people out there to know that we don't have a perfect family, nor do we have a perfect marriage. But, but man, I've been. I'm so glad that I've been able to to give you that picture. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any questions today about what George has said or what I've said, please check us out at, at Channel Mom on Facebook, at Channel Mom on Instagram and Twitter. I, I'd be happy to communicate with you or give you f- you know further um, resources to, to talk about your parenting style and, and to give you my own advice. It's uneducated, but I've done it for years now and I've been following you know biblical principles in doing so. George Grace, I'm so glad that you are my daughter. Thank you for being my sweet blessing. Anytime. <laughs> God bless you, honey. And thanks for being on the show. Okay. I hope Channel Mom has been a blessing to you today. I hope that our honesty and and talking about some of the parenting styles and what works and what doesn't is helpful. I want you to know every night when I can, I give my teenagers a blessing. I've been doing it since they were little. Bless your children at night. Say one good thing about them, one good thing about their future, what you think they're made for, and and maybe one biblical instruction, like help us to forgive others as we've been forgiven, things like that. Say a blessing of your kids. They need it. Moms, thank you for all you do. If nobody else has thanked you, I'm thanking you. Thank you for what you're doing to raise the next generation and give us a better world because of what you're doing. Check us out at Channel Mom. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.